it's your it's your editing month, is that right? It is, unfortunately. Welcome to 10 Hour Timestamp, the podcast that took a break because everything went to shit. But now it's back, so who cares? I am Dave, formerly, presently, and futuristically known as Rose Tinted Spectrum on the internet. And with me, I have someone called Stu. Say hello immediately. Hello immediately. That's enough from you. Joke. Today's episode is a strange <laughs> one, but you'll find out why soon enough. Stu had the choice of three indie games, and he picked the one that isn't a game. We're talking about Pathologic today. Hooray. Okay, Stu, first up, I've got a question. Okay. A really boring and obvious question, but I don't actually think I've ever asked you it before. What is your favourite game of all time, ever? Ever since the beginning of time, Stu? Ever? Monkey Island 2. Is, is that your final answer? That is answer? my final answer. Monkey, tell Monkey, us, I, Monkey tell Island us why. 2. Tell us why. It's why got, is it better than the first one? Uh, it's better than the first one because I prefer the story. I like the slightly grown-up guy brush. I really like LeChuck in the second one the ending is spectacular it's got some lovely little set pieces in it uh i like that the they've expanded on the world of the original one but they've kept a lot of the characters in so there's lots of nice little callbacks to the first one um i really love the art style it's doubled down on the kind of um voodoo-y kind of look uh, especially the the swamp with the voodoo lady. That's like one of my favourite bits in the whole game. Um, yeah, I just uh, the soundtrack as well is is phenomenal. Um, is that enough? Yeah, I, I just I asked that question because uh, it's probably the only nice things that's going to be said on the podcast. Today. <laughs> um, so I thought I'd get you to wax lyrical. I, I was just going to say that my favourite game hasn't been released yet because there's there's always potentially something better on the horizon, Stu, and you should stop living in the past. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. Pathologic, if that's how you pronounce it. It's a Russian game. It got a terrible translation back in the mid noughties into English and it developed a cult following because a the game was pretty A Russian game, much... more like. <laughs> it... <laughs> God, that's good stuff. Um it developed a cult following because the game was pretty much unlike anything else. I've certainly not played anything like it. And uh, the backwards translation made the mysterious even more mysterious. Uh, the game was remade into Pathologic HD, which is the version we've played, released in 2015 with better translations and some but not all bugs removed. The game was then confusingly remade again in 2019 and called Pathologic 2, but from what I've read, it's just the same game again, so I don't know why they put a 2 on the end, and I, I don't really care. Uh, the basic plot of the game is that you play one of three healers who have been sent to a disheveled, weird town that's been hit by some variant of COVID-19. The game runs in real time, taking place over 12 days, and you're tasked with walking around and talking. Uh, that's that's all I've got. I'm not saying any more about it. That's, yet. that's um, all you need to say. Unfortunately, yeah. you've aged the episode 
considerably of why mentioning COVID. COVID. I mean, you could have said <clears throat> the Black Plague or the AIDS pandemic or anything like that. It's all it's all aging. Yeah, but then everyone would be like, "Well, when, when was this recorded? The 1800s." <laughs> what are they in Victorian London? <laughs> I'm not listening to this old crap. Okay. Um, but one of them's let's... got a beard and the other one's got massive sideburns like losers. <laughs> uh, that's so old. <laughs> so I've uh, just finished my first hour. Um, not entirely sure what the friggin' hell's going on, really. From what, from the fact that the game starts what looks like a theatre and then you select who you want to play as, so I've played as the bachelor, and then you start off in a lady's house that you've been invited to stay at, then you're told that you need to go and speak to a chap because he's got the secret of long life or eternal life or something like that, but you're told to go and talk to his daughter first. So I've gone to talk to his daughter first. And she said that you need to go to the wing nearest the river in a place shaped like a crown. I've had a chat to lots of people everywhere. Met some weird creatures, some spooky people. There's lots of kids running around that you can trade things with. When you first leave Eva, or I think it's Eve's house at the very start of the game... There's two characters out the door that kind of give you a very brief explanation of how health works and how you you can kind of get a good reputation. Um, When you begin the game, there's absolutely no explanation as to what any of the controls are or or what you do. Um, So I've just had to go... I've gone in the settings, and in the settings there's a... A keyboard, a keyboard layout thing there. So other than that, really, I've just kind of been wandering around for an hour, kind of taking it all in. It's got a very, very good dark atmosphere. The music is kind of almost 90s industrial, but very stripped back. You can wander around in people's houses. You can collect items from the cupboards and drawers. But only, it seems, in certain houses. There's like a, a, a fighting stance that you can get. Uh, I've, I tried out a couple of fights just to try it out. And I, um, I died, but never mind. Um, I've currently got a scalpel which I can arm myself with. There's a f- weird cutscene at the very start of the game where there's a group of children that bury a um, a doll. Uh, well, I say a doll. It's about the size of a child. Uh, and that's led by Ed Sheeran. But I get the feeling that the whole game is a play because there's an awful lot of people talking about outside forces controlling things and we're like... Something like we're like actors on a stage and all bits and pieces. And like I said, the game starts out in what looks like a theatre with three people discussing uh, surgery. So, yeah, quite interesting so far. Yeah, there's there's just a lot to take in, really. You sound like you're bored, but was there a bit of intrigue? Because obviously, like an hour in, 
you're still getting used to what is happening, what the game is about, what it is that you're actually supposed to do, because it is quite unlike anything else <laughs> that I've played. Um, so it was quite new to me. I was still feeling a bit like, oh, okay, uh, this is this is interesting. It's very different to anything I've played. Uh, that's certainly where I was within that first hour. How were you feeling about it at that point? Absolutely, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, despite me sounded like I'd just woken up, um, I did actually really, uh, really enjoy the the start. I I like the atmosphere of it. I liked the mm. dirtiness of it. Um, the mysticism that was that was quite good. Um, I really <laughs> I I like experiences like the the uh london dungeons and and stuff like that and it it all it, it kind of felt almost like you were on on like a bit of a ride like what like one of like a walking tour kind of thing where somebody's in character <clears throat> and i really enjoyed that kind of aspect of it um and talking to people it was it was um it was just that there, there's a there's a lot crammed in to kind of a short amount of for this hour you you it's weird because you do loads but you feel like you've done nothing mm-hmm. all at the same time yes um yeah. but I, i've but but yeah i i i really i definitely didn't think oh my god i'm gonna love this or i'm gonna hate this i just kind of think oh this is really interesting this is something very very different uh, it, it did feel feel like a bit of a walking simulator at times, um, mm. but yeah, the the initial hour, I was like, oh, okay, this is this is this is something this is something a bit new. And as I yeah. am a fan of adventure games, like going through pages and pages of text to find out things from people is something I'm quite familiar and happy with. Um, and obviously, taking a while to go between different areas is something that I I've done. I tend to do a lot of while while like while gaming. So um, it was it put into a kind of first person view. It was it felt essentially just like a, a kind of a point and click game at the start. Obviously, there's yes. a, there's other elements thrown in, but for me initially, yeah. I was like, okay, I, I, I might enjoy this. Yeah, well, it feels like a point-and-click game where instead of picking up objects, you're picking dialogue. It's it's definitely hinges on the dialogue that you're having between all of these characters in this town. Yeah. Um, essentially, you're because we both played through as the uh, I can't remember what the bachelor. guy's name is. The bachelor, that's the one. Uh, both played as the bachelor, which is the first character. There are three characters that you can play as: two that are unlocked at the start, and one other that you can unlock after that. But the the game opens with a play that you're you're in the balcony watching this play unfold and the three people in the play are the three characters that you can choose to play as and they're basically talking to each other about the game yeah. and who should go in there it's all very meta mm-hmm. to start off with and then you start the game you pick your character and you go in and if you go as the bachelor essentially you've arrived at this town and the town is starting to descend into a uh, an illness, mm-hmm. a, a plague of sorts. And you are a, a doctor of medicine that wants to cure death, essentially. Yeah, yeah. So your overarching goal is constantly trying to find the, the cure for death. And you've gone to this town to speak to a guy who apparently has had a breakthrough of some sort, but... When you arrive, he's been murdered, 
and something is going to come and murder you unless you find who the murderer was in that first 12 hours. That's that's how the game starts off. But what you do from there is very open-ended. I mean, you could literally just walk away from everything and walk off to other areas of the town. Mm-hmm. But you've constantly got that, that ticking clock over your head. Um, so certainly when I first started playing it, I went off and I spoke to a few people, but then I was just like, okay, I'm just going to explore and see what there is. And the same with you, I really like the atmosphere. I really like the music as well. I thought that worked really well with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the very muted colours of everything. I mean, everything just looks horrible. Yeah, it all uh, looks like it's been... Um, oh, what was it? You did it in school where you... you uh, Dipped a paintbrush in coffee yeah. and then paint, yes. and then painted on top of whatever yes. it was like sepia. That's basically. yeah, it's all sepia. Yeah, yeah it's um, yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting setting and a really interesting idea. Mm-hmm. So I, I've been on a bit of a kick recently where I've been like, I'm just going to play stuff that I wouldn't normally play. So I was quite glad when you picked this game because I was like, okay, yeah, I mean, this isn't just something I would play at all. No. It, it, it's too non non gamey for me. So I was at this point, I was quite looking forward to what the game had in store. But let's see how you get on with hour two. We'll we'll jump straight into hour two from that point. Hour two. Okay, so uh, I spent a lot of time uh, avoiding one particular house because. It said uh, that something about Simon living there, and I was specifically told to go and speak to George Lee first. So I ignored that house for ages, trying to find George Lee's house, and then it turns out that that was George Lee's house. So very, very confused why it told me that not to go there, and then he was there. But anyway, so I spoke to the, his brother. His brother George Lee, who let me know that Simon was dead, and then basically the last hour, uh, I've done. Well, I've done the typical point-and-click adventure thing where you just continually talk to somebody until another location on the map opens up. Um, so you know, so I spoke to George Lee, who then sent me to. Isidore on the other side of the map, which took bloody ages to walk to. Uh, then sent me to the Rod, and then to the intelligent Yulia, and then the Lump, and then from the Lump uh, over to... Oh, God, somewhere else. Anyway, I've basically just spent the last hour walking backwards and forwards. The map's pretty big, considering how slow you walk. And there was an awful lot of dead ends. Um, things on the map that look like you could possibly walk past them and you can't. Uh, and it's quite often you'll get kind of snagged on a bit of scenery. Which is just kind of the kind of an age thing I suppose. So I'm still kind of only halfway through day one really. I've been given lots of conflicting information from lots of people. I don't really feel like I'm very far forward. But that's it. It's very confusing. I think I'm enjoying it. The people that you can talk to in the street, there's like four or five of them, really. And then they're all kind of replicated and scattered about everywhere. But I've not really learnt much from them at the moment. Um, Mainly because I've been just trying to get from person A to person B. Uh, I have been told previously to 
talk to as many people as I can. I have noticed that when I spoke to uh, one of the people, I came out of the house and the uh, two chaps from the start of the game who were outside the house gave you some a bit more information on, on how the game plays or how the world is. Um, so I'm expecting them to crop up every now and again. So yeah, other than that, done. It's funny how closely we've mirrored each other's opinions so far, because I think you said, I think I'm enjoying it. <laughs> that, that's pretty much where I was. <laughs> I was like, I'm not, I'm not having fun, <laughs> but I think I'm... I'm sort of enjoying what's happening. Yeah. But the big issue is the walking. Just so slow. And it is it takes up pretty much the entire game. It's good for soaking in that atmosphere. But you are walking in the same place over and over. Going back. Every time you go to speak to somebody and they're like, oh, you need to speak to such and such. And you open the map and it's the other side of town again. And I get it. it it's there to really push that oppression of that ticking clock because you know you're going to have to get there. Yeah. <clears throat> but like it, the thing the thing that confused me was that you you've got various bars like health health bars mm. and and uh d- disease bars there is one a disease bar I yes. think of, yeah uh, Ill, like, illness or health why not like just that? whack a stamina bar or something like that like most other games that you can only run for so long and I, I think It's because this isn't. It's not trying to be a game, Uh, and I'll discuss that further later on from from the videos that I've watched of like that dig deeper into this. It's 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 not a game. It's it's not trying to be a game. It's it's an experience, and the horribleness of it is part of that experience. As as mad as that sounds, it being horrible to play. Is the point yeah. almost? It's supposed to make you frustrated. I, I kind of get that. I kind of understand that it's as you're walking slowly and there's everything around you and you 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 can't get to somewhere as quickly as you want. You're obviously going to get that kind of claustrophobic like claustrophobic feeling of oh c- c- like of of of, of claustrophobic of time. Is that a thing? It's a, <laughs> time claustrophobia. Time claustrophobia. It's an eighties <laughs> power ballad. Um, but but yeah, I think by not being able to get to things quick, I I, I don't understand that. I understand that you're on a time limit, uh, mm. and if they gave you the the function to be able to run, the game wouldn't feel the same. So yeah, all right, I retract what I've said. I wish yeah. it was. Dave. I mean, I agree with you. I, I do agree with you. I wish it was it- slower, if anything. <laughs> I wish you limped, limped the entire game. <laughs> well, one of the things that you'd said there was uh, about dialogue. Uh, you mentioned doing the typical point-and-click adventure thing. Yeah. Um, when you're going through the the dialogue and talking to everyone, that is something that you shouldn't do. And I, I only found this out later. But what you choose, basically, the game relies on you quick saving or replaying over and over again because. What you pick in the dialogue trees can lock you out of other things. Never mentions that. Oh, piss. But but if you do the thing of just, okay, go with option one, option two, option three, it, that you don't do that. You have to know the right thing to say to the right people at the right time in order to really progress anything. It's like a dating simulator. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, it's like a walking dating, dim- dating simulator. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
because another thing it does i mean it, it you mentioned i think it was in the first era about the fighting mechanics and you died pretty much because one of the first uh the first things that you you get given as a, as a, not a quest but like as a pointer of where to go is the the woman uh, who owns the place that you're staying at she says oh there's two weird people outside um, see if you can go and get rid of them and if you do try and go and get rid of them you get into a fight with these two people and you soon realise that the mechanics for fighting are horrific <laughs> it's all like a weird timing based thing where you've got to like press the button and then run at somebody so that the punch is timed yeah, for when they're in the right so place and then back off uh, and it, it, essentially the game is teaching you that this is not what you should do do not fight things as much as possible because it's horrendous. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. Um, you get a small little rusty knife at the very yes, start. That's already half damaged. Yeah, that does as well. Absolutely bugger all. But yeah, yes. it, it is very. Yeah, the fighting mechanic is. Well, I, I do. I, I think I talk about that a bit later on. Yes, but it's again it, the game. The game gives you the options of doing things specifically to teach you not to do things. It sets you up to fail the entire game. Yes. He's, set, he's going, why don't you try doing this? Ah, yeah. don't do yeah. that. Yeah, you've uh, just done that. <laughs> and you've killed yourself. Yeah. Um, even stuff like uh, taking, the, uh, taking certain medication to help with one thing will reduce the stamina bar, mm-hmm. or the, sorry, the health bar for something else. Um, eating, you seem to have to eat like gorge on food to get any uh, your hunger bar back. Yeah, uh, it, it's just everything is a constant like as if the twelve hours to get something done wasn't bad enough. You you having to sort out your food and your health and this, there's just like so much to manage, and the game is purposefully making everything difficult for you. And I think that even ties down to. It would not surprise me with these dead ends and getting snagged on scenery and stuff. It would not surprise me if the devs have just put that in there on purpose. Yeah. Says, now, how can we make this worse than it already yeah. is? You need to get to this house. Uh, it doesn't look like there's a fence there on the map. Oh, there's a fence yes. there. Well, I'll just go, oh, there's a fence there. Well, all oh, right, okay. So I've now got to walk all the way around a building to then get into somewhere which is literally next door to me. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe it isn't an age thing. Maybe it's the developers just being cocks. Yes, uh, and again, it's all very meta. The game, the game is making you feel things, and it's not the usual way of of a game doing stuff. So. I, I I really appreciate a game using its own mechanics to either tell a story or or make you feel things because i i mean i'm very much of the opinion that games should be games and they should be able to convey things as a game i've got a lot of respect for pathologic for doing that but the way it does it is in making the game as horrible as it can be mm. which doesn't give me any enjoyment and I think it must have been toward the end of this second era that I was starting to get to the point of I think I'm enjoying it mm. but I'm not enjoying it yeah uh, it was one I, mean, I was intrigued but yeah the actual core gameplay was was already starting to drag two hours in yeah. so there were there were elements that I was definitely impressed with the the lore and the story and everything like that I was like mm. this is very interesting but like just the, the time it takes to do 
everything else is just a yeah. massive pain in the ass. Yeah, I mean, even even going somewhere thinking you have to speak to somebody and realizing you'd already spoken to them, you've just wasted twenty minutes yeah, walking yeah. from A to B. And it's like, yeah. uh, f- I think it's just five minutes equate to an hour or something along something those lines. Something like that. Yeah. And you've, yeah, you've, you know, and it's, it's obviously it's real time, but it's sped up time. It's not a full twenty four hours for the day. Otherwise, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that would that would be the end of me. Yeah. Hour three. So I've just seen a woman getting attacked by two guys. So I ran to her rescue, but then after I killed the two guys, I got the sound of like a child crying, and then people started attacking me. So I was like, right, okay, well let's just kind of let them get out of the way. So I let them kind of run ahead into a, a field. So it was only the two guys and the woman. Killed the two guys. Had the sound of the the kid crying again and then the woman just like kind of ran in a random direction around a field and then just stood still and then i tried to interact with her and couldn't do anything so it's a bit like what's the bloody hell what's the point in that because she's she was been attacked and i thought because at the start of the game it says that you need to get your repu keep a good reputation and i thought okay that's fine these two guys are harassing this woman so obviously by saving her it will do some good but then a couple of times when i've tried it through i've saved just before i've i've attacked them the rest of the village just ends up attacking you so it's like well, what what's the point and somebody's uh coming to look at the body of Simeon or whatever the fucking ali's name is at 11 o'clock so i thought all right i'll have a little break have a little break and then go back to the the uh his brother who just told me it is 11 o'clock comes nothing oh right okay maybe i need to go to his workshoppy whatever the thing it's called walks over there 11 o'clock nothing comes right okay so let's have a walk around talk to the people oh there's a secret uh lab in the warehouse around the warehouse area yeah, well, I've just, I've just been there, so what's the crack with that? So I literally get to the place I think I'm supposed to go at, like, 1 minute to 12, when I'm supposed to meet him at 11, and then I die. So that's annoying. Uh, so I literally just spent an hour walking round in a circle. Well, I'm certainly getting more animated the more irritated I'm getting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you're, you're right. It, 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 at this point, uh, I was also walking around in circles. It's funny that you mentioned about the random attacks, though. Um, I don't know if it happened in your game, but I came across a random ritual burning sacrifice yes, yep, thing. Yep, yeah, yeah. And I think that I saw that before I saw people randomly attacking other people, and mm. I realised that I, I wasn't to get involved yeah. essentially because this was the Wicker Man, and everyone <laughs> was just murdering each other. Uh, one of the things I love about the game, and I, it's not purposeful. I think it's just the way that the game's been programmed. But it made me laugh every single time as you're walking through this town for hours whenever you get into a certain range people will turn around and look at you and they'll just stand there and stare at you <laughs> so there was this little girl that freaked me out the first time she did it because she just like the spin on the spot there's no turning radius they're just like heels on the floor <laughs> Wee! they just spin around and it was like oh god that's weird and then i walked around a corner 
around another corner and she was there again and just did exactly the same thing and the game like it spawns people in there's a set number of characters there's some that don't really do anything there's others that you you can talk to and you can trade with them and stuff but they respawn like somewhere else after you've walked out of their radius and sometimes it will take the same people and just put them there again (laughs) so you walk around a corner you're like ah jesus it's the same person how did they do that uh, so that it kind of heightened the scariness uh, mm. of the game for me because I was like, "Why are these people teleporting <laughs> everywhere?" Uh, but yeah, the random random attack thing. I don't I don't know why that's happening. But, you can't do anything about it. <laughs> so. But it's just like the one thing they really kind of hammer home at, at the start of the game is if you're a good person, people will be mm-hmm. good to you. So yes. I was, so I was very much like, "Oh my god, this." There's people trying to attack the women. Yeah. Um, let's 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 try and help them. But as you say, you then discover ah, there att- there's a lot of them attacking the women and they're mm-hmm. burning them. So obviously, it's something people. Well, they, they do talk about that they're aware of these things, but you just like right, okay. Yeah. You, you very quickly learn how the uh, the the town works and yeah. what things need to be avoided. Uh, what people to avoid and what situations to just go, oh, yeah, they're burning somebody, let's just la 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 la, yeah. let's just leave them, leave them to it. Um, yeah. So it's- and it, it doesn't make an awful lot of sense that you're here tasked with finding out why this person was murdered and who murdered them. And the entire town is just randomly murdering people all the time <laughs> in front of your face. But nobody's bothered about those people. It's just this one specific guy yeah. that seems to be, seems to be the, the main crux of the the game it's just it's just odd yeah uh, well it's, I mean, it's like, like you said at uh, at the start you're 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 trying to, there, there's there's a lot of rumors that the guy um had eternal life uh, yeah. and they're not sure how a person who uh, is rumored to have eternal life has died that's that's mm-hmm. basically what you're trying to find out uh, init- initially um if i've understood that correctly as far as I'm aware, it, it's it, everything is very poetic, yeah. uh, dialogue-wise. So even after you finish talking to people, it can sometimes be like, like "Have I got new information?" <laughs> is I don't, it, or is it I don't the, know. the bad Russian translation that's been translated <laughs> yeah. a, a tenth well, time this is, for this game? This is the improved version. So. <laughs> um, this man I, died. <laughs> he dead. I think I got to I got to a point where a woman was saying. Somebody else had died, or somebody had died. I can't. I genuinely can't remember. I got into a house. There was a dead body there, and she's like, "Oh, don't yes, don't yeah, yeah. tell anyone." Yeah, yeah. And then she was like, "Oh, it's it was either that person or somebody else." And then I went to a different house, and they were like, "Oh, that person's in the basement, but don't go and speak to them because they're they're mental." And I was like, well, I am going to go and speak to them because that's literally the only thing I've got left. So I went downstairs. He immediately started attacking me. I killed him. And then all threads had been lost at that point. I didn't know where to go, who to talk to. And I was just, I think, for the next couple of hours, spent the game just walking around until it got to midnight and I died. (laughs) Uh, That that was pretty much... she, uh, She wants you to help her dispose of the body. Yes. Um, and then you go and speak to the... There's two, like, Undertaker butcher men that are down mm-hmm. in the basement somewhere, and you talk to them about it, and they're like... I think they say it's going to cost you, or, or you've got to go and speak to another person. 
Oh, um, right. I didn't. I didn't find these guys. Actually, I know. I, I didn't. I. I. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> I did. Did never find them. No. <laughs> no. I. Um. I went back and spoke to the main guy from the start and told him about what had happened. And that was it. It just kind of ended there. I was looking at my map. There was no like new go and visit these places. So I ended up wandering off the beaten path. I was just taken in the scenery. I mean, there's some interesting places to find, like the just like physically impossible buildings and, <laughs> uh, and stuff. I don't know if you saw the polyhedron. impossible. Yes, exactly that. Did you see the polyhedron at the end of town where all the children live? It's it's literally like a floating building on the edge of the town. No, I don't think I saw that. Oh yeah, it was. It's absolutely massive, um, and it it just yeah, it doesn't make any sense why this thing is here. No, he didn't. The main guy didn't seem to really question it. Uh, it's just a fl- massive floating building. But yeah, I was having more fun just walking around, soaking in the architecture, I guess, mm. than than I was trying to do anything because even. There was a, like a, a sub storyline that I ended up getting locked into about the children having this drug because uh, I found a building where the children were and the children were after this specific drug. I can't remember what it was called. I think it might have been something that kept the plague away, but they were addicted to it, something like that. And then the kid was like, oh, you need to get it back off these other kids because they've stolen it. So I went off and I was talking to as many kids as I could just to try and find anyone who had this drug. I couldn't get any dialogue options or anything for it. And I later found out, after watching videos later on, I found out that you just have to keep talking to children until one random one will have one oh on them God. at some point. I was like, well, how, again, how am I supposed to know that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And well, what spoke joy is there in that? <laughs> You've been uh, told off well, about that before, Dave, well, talking to <laughs> random children. I know. Try to find drugs. Try to find drugs. <laughs> I've talked to some thieves, and like when you talk to them, they're like, "Oh, hey, sir, how's it going?" Like the little speech. That, so there's a little clip of audio, like before you actually speak to them properly, and then we speak to them pro- properly. You've got like a dialogue tree, like you kind of doing point and click stuff. But like, he's got this like American accent. But then it's like, well, you've got a keen mind, mate. You'll find yourself a killer, Doc. You will. Each passing hour spawns a ton more of those. And it's like, you've got a keen mind, mate. Americans don't go, well, you've got a keen mind, mate. It just doesn't happen. Wrong. All wrong. So even then, it was another three quarters of an hour of aimlessly wandering around. Keep constantly trying to find out where the guys work morgue bastard thing is uh, and then it gets to midnight and you die even if I go back to the woman's quarters to live in uh, if I have a sleep I die so I think my next playthrough I'm just going to start from the beginning I was just like I got to the point where I was just going backwards and forwards so much the only thing I really had to talk about was the was how people talked because yeah, yeah. When, when you talk to somebody, I didn't explain it very well. When you talk to somebody, there's a um, there's a tiny clip of audio of them saying something uh, like, 
oh, you don't want to go near the trees. Um, and then there's no other audio at all while you speak to that person. You just, no. they're just clicking. And it's not, it's not what's in the text box either. It's like a separately recorded line of dialogue. Yeah, it's, it's that totally say. different. It's got nothing yeah. to do with with whatever the conversation. They've obviously got this set thing that they, they say, like the kids yeah. are like, oh, right, governor. I, well, I don't know if they do yeah. say that, but it's something along those lines. I ain't got no drugs. <laughs> don't talk to me. Um, yeah, and then when you start talking to them, it's it's the the click boxes are just are totally different to to whatever it is. But yeah, that really yeah. confused me. I was like, why has he got an American accent? And then all of his text is obviously written very much like a Cockney geezer. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's. I mean, I've I've seen the clips of the voice actors that they had for the original one. And some of them don't—they're uh, not even pronouncing words correctly. So, <laughs> what, what you've got in this version is a lot better. Uh, I think even one of them says one of one of the characters' names completely wrong in one of the dialogue sequences. So he's talking about somebody else, but the text is saying a different thing. Uh, yeah. So initially, it was a it was a much bigger mess in terms of uh, technical. Nonsense. I was about to say, oh, I'd like to play the uh, go back and, and play the original, but yeah. uh, that would be a lie. Yes, yes, it would. Um, yeah, it, it's it's hard at this point to really dig in on on anything else. As I say, I watched and I recommend this to anyone. Um, it's two hours long. I've still only watched half of it, but H Bomber Guy did a video on uh, Pathologic, and he's basically saying it's. It's one of his favorite games, but he did say it's one of my favorite games, but don't play it. I have played it for you. <laughs> you can watch this video. I will explain why it's good, but it is not enjoyable in any way. And he does go into. I mean, it's it's an extremely meta game, and as you as you get further, if if you ever get past the first day, I think he had a look at the Steam achievements, and it was something like only twenty percent of people have even got past the first day oh on the game. People just you know drop off it, um, and if you look at the comments and everything on the game, people when when they get into it, absolutely love yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I but, find exactly the same. Like re yeah. re reading on online and stuff because. Um, because regardless of of where you are or what you're doing, if it gets to midnight and you haven't done, you haven't finished the quest that you were supposed to do, the game just ends. It just yeah. ends abruptly. No explanation. The game just ends. And the yes. the amount of searches on Google for like, how do I get past the first day? Why do I keep yeah. dying at the end of the first day? And and I was like, oh well, at least I'm not alone. Mm. Yeah, I I stayed away from any FAQs uh, whatsoever because I just wanted to see. If I could work it out or, or do anything, and no, no, no. I, I, I will, I will say, it, it, I didn't look straight away. I did, yeah. As you were here, I did attempt it ten times. I mean, by this point, <laughs> I mean, if you've got like five hours in and you're now having to restart the game just for the aid of talking about anything, mm -hmm. it's probably worth getting getting an FAQ just yeah, to do yeah. just to, what just to, what to do. Uh, but from the, I'll, I'll discuss it a bit later. But from that H Bomber Guy video, he does go into what happens later on through the game and and the other characters and stuff, which I'll I'll, I'll discuss then. Um, again, it's interesting. I get what they're doing. I just don't want to be doing it <laughs> with them. Yeah. Because it's 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 not 
It's not a game that's designed to be fun. It's specifically designed to be not fun. Uh, and that, that is the entire the entire purpose of Mission accomplished. <laughs> yes. Our so I've just uh I've been mainly watching uh never mind the Buzzcocks on uh YouTube. Um I'm still in my pajamas, I haven't really got out of them all day. Um so yeah, yeah, really good, yeah, yeah. So I started the game again. Uh and I've been playing for an hour and I'm kind of almost at the point that I was at after two hours playing um before so uh so that's uh, that's interesting isn't it I mean it's not that's why I decided to open with this is what I've been up to so lots of people could have killed Simeon or whatever the hell it is still more wandering around just collecting stuff out of bins uh, done a bit of, I've, I've done a bit more okay let's start again I've done a bit more trading this time I've been into more shops and stuff whereas before I was kind of just walking around trying to find my feet following the the main story um, and then I spent like an hour trying well an hour two hours trying to I don't know I'm recapping the last four hours I mean you've been listening up until now hopefully after I then Felt like I reached a dead end because then I kept just dying at midnight. Uh, so I've started again, um, and I'm just talking to all the same people, pretty much. But I've I've got I've just been going to random places on the map that have been highlighted and talking to all the people I can, collecting some food, trying to look after myself, not starting any fights. Um, collected some trinkets here and there. That's about it. Before the hour started, I did read um, an FAQ on Steam. It was a spoiler-free one, so it didn't tell me anything I was supposed to be doing. Um, because the game itself has no real instructions. You just kind of get dumped into the game, and you have to figure everything out by everything out by yourself. Uh, I mean, you've even got to go into the, the settings to see what the keys do. There's no, like... Press this for this or that for that or there's no kind of tutorial, there's no nothing. You're literally just kicked into the dark at the start of the game. So I had to read through that FAQ tutorial thing. Um, it didn't really tell me anything I didn't know really apart from the prices of everything goes up after the first day. Make sure you eat and just make sure you you trade a lot. Um, so that's what I'm doing along the way. Um, and that's it really. Right. So it's interesting that you mentioned there's no tutorial. There is a bit of a tutorial right at the start where there's two weirdos stood outside the first building. Mm -hmm. And there's an in interesting conversation that you have with those two where they are talking to you, the player, but your character in the game is responding to them like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they're, they're talking directly to you about stuff, uh, which was interesting. However... Something I found out well after playing the game, and one of the reasons that I wasn't really making any progress, it could be the same for you, I don't know if you discovered it or not, there is a read letters button. Did you did you know that? I did know that, because right. I got to the point where I pressed every key on my keyboard <laughs> to see what things did. So, the game never mentions this at all, but as you're walking around, you'll randomly get letters from people. 
And the way it shows that that's happened is an icon appears in the bottom left. Mm -hmm. It's not of, like, a letter or anything. It's a weird rune squiggle. That's right, yeah. It's It's just a random... Black and red thing. Yes. That appears in the bottom left, which means you've got a letter. And those letters can lead you, obviously, into new leads and whatever. No, they don't. No. Oh, right. No. Oh, well, I think maybe it does later on in the game, then. It probably does if you have half a brain. But in my instance, (laughs) it just... the, the, The letters tended to recap what it was... That you'd had that you spoke about in conversation, uh, okay. uh, and then uh, reiterate what things that you needed to do. They're yeah. very, they're very rarely shone, shone, shiny, shiny, shined, 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 shined any light in the first day. Anyway, like you say, okay. later on in the game. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's quite vital later on. Yeah. but it's not ideal at the game unless you press every button on the keyboard or you look in the controls list. Yeah. There's no way of knowing that, which which is not ideal. Um, the other thing, which I didn't quite understand, I still don't understand, in fact, when you're walking around, do you just randomly pick up money? Because I kept getting an icon in the top left that was like five, and then it would disappear. Yeah. And then three, and, and then it would disappear. And it took me ages to work out. I think that was money, but it, I, I wasn't sure where it was coming from. It was just as I was walking... And we just get random little bits of money. It was patience money. (laughs) I think it must have been the game was trying to pay me off. (laughs) Yeah, keep Uh, playing, I'll give you some money. Uh, So, I mean, there's not not a lot I can discuss further about the game, but from giving you some indications as to where it goes from from H-Bomber Guy's video... Once you've got, once you figure out who the the murderer is and you go on to day two, then the plague starts to come into force. Um, The plague... Will randomly spawn clouds. Could be, it could spawn them right on top of you, which will absolutely knack you. So you have to constantly quick save and quick loads just to make sure that you don't die. Um, people will randomly start attacking you, and essentially the town descends into madness. But as well as that, the prices for everything skyrockets to incredible proportions. Like the money that you had in that first day is nothing in comparison to how much you now have to spend to get food and everything else. So. Again, it piles on the pressure massively, but what you're essentially having to do each day is save a particular person on each and every day, and you can miss out on that literally by clicking the wrong dialogue option in a conversation with with somebody that then doesn't lead you on to beat them and the game will carry on if you don't save them mm-hmm. it just doesn't lead to obviously the the true ending so to speak but that that's you, you you've got this huge pressure on even saying that stuff like there's missions where you have to deliver food to um, a, ch- a place full of children and you do have the op- you you suddenly get given all of this food that you're desperate for because you can't oh, afford that's it. Interesting. Because yeah. everything is is you know everything costs too much, and so you take the food to the children and give it to them, and there is no reward. So the game oh. essentially doesn't reward you for doing this really difficult thing, and you it doesn't punish you for just taking the food <laughs> for yourself. It, it it's very interesting in the way it completely subverts everything yeah. you come to expect from a game. It's a conscience simulator. Essentially, yes. <laughs> it's, it, it's putting these dilemmas in front of you. Um, but 
I, I like that. I like yeah. the way that it's using, it's flipping gaming on its head. But it's such a chore to play. Hour six. I'm really sorry if you're listening to this, and I'm sorry to Dave. I'm sorry to the world. But I'm just at the same point I was at the end of the fourth hour. But like, I'm at nine o'clock and I've saved at nine. But every time I go past midnight, I die. And I'm guessing I need to find the body to do the autopsy on before mid before eleven. Sorry. And if I don't, then I die at midnight. But God knows, God knows indeed. I can just tell I'm going to end up having to play through through the same day again. I did figure out that in this game world, uh, a minute uh, equates to five seconds. So to complete a day, theoretically, is 120 minutes. So that's two hours. So a day is is technically two hours long, which makes sense because I'm just coming up to uh, a day. So. Hour seven. Hour seven. That was shit. Starting again. Uh, I love the way that you were so bored by this point you just started doing maths. <laughs> <laughs> in this hour i have worked out that <laughs> probably knowing me i'd probably d- made a spreadsheet or something to try and figure out that the hourly thing oh yeah. jesus yeah um, so it was it was at this point that it, uh, we spoke to each other on discord uh, and I think we essentially just both admitted to each other that we were having the worst time of our lives. <laughs> and um, we had to invent a new thing, basically. We, we, uh, spoiler alert. We had to invent a new thing called Stop the Clock, which means we've both agreed that we never want to play something ever again <laughs> and we'll just move on to something else. That, that's literally what this game has done to us. <laughs> it's defeated the podcast and we've not has, even been going a year. It has. It, it's the first game. When you consider some... I mean, I played Teenage Mutant Era Turtles <laughs> on the Commodore 64 for 10 hours and I could not, I could not bring myself to play this anymore. And it's... It's weird because I appreciate this game a hell of a lot more than Teenage Junior Turtles on the Commodore 64. <laughs> I really do appreciate what it's doing, but my God, do I not want to play it but, ever? Well, like like I was about to say before, you played that that segment. Um, mm. I I if I'd have got past the first day, I may possibly have learnt to love it. But the, well, the thing is, things get worse. Yeah. <laughs> after the first day, but at least it, it, it sounds it piles up. It, it sounds quite it sounds interesting with those from the videos, like the fart clouds that just appear, mm. and if you go in certain houses that have got the plague in them, then you can become infected, and it it, yeah. it, it sounds it becomes more of a strategy game mm-hmm. rather than just a walking talking simulator. Um, you know, and you can get guns and stuff, and um, yeah, and and on the guns again. H Bomber guy was saying that the 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 gun the guns in it are basically 
necessary because the fighting mechanics are so bad. Yeah. However, because you're so desperate for money and food, one of the best things you can do is sell your gun because it's worth tons of money. Yeah. So again, it's putting that dilemma in the player's hands. It's essentially, it's given you some a finally a weapon that's better than a half-broken knife. <laughs> but you really need to sell it in order to get money just to live to see the next day. Um, yeah. I, what, I don't know if there's anything else you want to add, Stu. No, I, th- I think my... Uh my enthusiasm completely ran out by that point because like i said yeah. I, I started off uh tired but enjoying it uh mm-hmm. and then i got enthusiastic about hating it and by the end i was just like i really can't be bothered to even to i mean i i downloaded um pathologic 2 with mm. the intention of playing it, you were not interested at all nope. in even touching Pathologic. <laughs> no, nope, did not want to know. Uh, I installed it uh, and still just didn't didn't play it. I just couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't muster up the energy to even um, to even run it and have a look. I might watch a YouTube video of what it looks like, um, mm. but I, I just thought, no, you're okay, thanks. I've, yeah. I've got I've got enough depressing things going on in my life, and I've walked slow enough <laughs> in reality. Let, let alone, and you're always wandering at people's houses. I, exactly, always wandering people's houses, trying to break up fights. <laughs> little kids keep turning around when I walk past them. It's just, <laughs> and it, it's the same little kid around every same, corner. It's the same little kid. Parents have not said a word to me yet, but it's only a matter of time. Um, yeah. yeah, I just no, it can it can do a big big piss off. I mean, day, day, when when we record these sessions behind the curtain, Dave and I mm. tend to have a, a YouTube video of the game playing just to yeah. remind us of things. And even watching this video is just <laughs> making me continue to hate it. I'm not it's watching. It's taught me nothing. I've, it's been sat there. The video has been playing the entire time, and it's like it's literally just I'm watching somebody slowly walk around the street <laughs> that is that is essentially what I've been looking at and every now and then they'll be talking to somebody and then they're slowly walking around the street again and that's it that is the game yeah. slowly walking around the street and talking to somebody it's a lot more than that I get it but I don't want it yeah <laughs> I just do not want it it's, it's you know it's very clever but it doesn't doesn't necessarily make it good yeah, exactly. So, with Stop the Clock, we decided... Stop the Clock! Impromptu jingle. We decided, well, we haven't done a full 10 hours, so I went and had a look for something that was uh, a completely, completely different. However, there is some little bits I can tie back in with patholo- Pathologic. Um, something that was small that would fit in. We didn't bother doing any diary entries with it. We'll just discuss it. As is. I don't know Stu's opinions on it. I, I know my opinions on it. I don't know where I was going with that sentence. Um, <laughs> I would hope we... <laughs> so. Otherwise it would be a very strange podcast. Yes. We decided to play through Unpacking, which uh, is another indie game just released. Uh, it's out on Game Pass, which is where I played it. It is, If you want to buy it full price, it's about £16 there, thereabouts, I want to say. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, Unpacking is essentially a game in which you literally unpack uh, a a protagonist's um, possessions into their home. And 
I didn't realize initially, not until the second day that I realized that it's the same person. I thought it was literally just going to be different people unpacking things, but you, you quickly realize, oh, it's the same possessions are coming out. Mm-hmm. This is this is the same person. There is a narrative. Um, Yes, there's a narrative that plays through the game from start to finish. You start off as this woman, well, girl, uh, in her childhood bedroom, and then finish off with her high point in life. I would, I would say, mm-hmm. um, at the end of it. Uh, but what did what did you think of unpacking, Stu? Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, mm. I, I liked the the. Uh, pixel art style that was really lovely the kind of isometric view Um, Mm -hmm. it was a nice simple game Um, unfortunately I'd spent the prior three days moving my mum into a flat Uh, (laughs) so uh, I was basically doing on a game what I'd spent the last three days physically doing Uh, but it it, it, it was really not it was it was really therapeutic um, mm. uh, you kind of almost get into like a meditative state of mm. um, be, be, because the game is literally just opening boxes, taking something out of a box and putting it on a shelf or on a table, or you, you're basically just furnishing a room, and you can yeah. do it however you want to to a point. Um, yeah. Yeah, if you start putting pans in the kitchen or, uh, sorry, in the bathroom, in the kitchen is where they should go. Yeah. If you start putting pans in the bathroom and stuff, then uh, essentially when you when you finished unpacking, any items that are in the wrong place will highlight red and you've got to go and put them put them yeah, in the yeah. correct a- place. A- apart from on, on one thing, which, are we are we going to discuss the story in length or? Um, I would I would say so. What I will say is, if you're going to play unpacking, it it sounds weird to say there are spoilers yeah. in it because it does tell a story as it goes through. I don't I don't think they're particularly heavy spoilers, but one of the spoilers is definitely tied in with the game mechanics, so it needs to be talked about. Yeah, yeah. Therefore, I would say yes, we'll have spoilers. I will I will put in a little little sound bite here. To say, skip to this time if you don't want to hear spoilers. Skip to one hour, 13 minutes and 50 seconds. Are you going to talk about the photograph? I am going to talk about the photograph, yes. yeah. So, <laughs> the, so if, 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 if I may talk about how I feel. How I feel. Oh, I got really wanky then. I hate it. Push me in the face. <laughs> so, I, I, I feel that the narrative of the story is so. She's a child. She's got a bedroom that she decorates, then she kind of goes off to university, she gets a university place, then she gets a, a shared flat, then she moves in with somebody. Yeah. Then from what I I've gathered, they break up, she moves yes. back in home, and then she gets her own place, then meets somebody, and then has a baby. Yes. So all so throughout all of these points you uh, every time they obviously move house you're then given the house to unpack and then as the game goes on you'll find you're getting repeating items from mm-hmm. earlier in the game so from yeah. from uh, from childhood you start keeping like the odd cuddly toy and the odd figurine and then as the game goes on and you get like qualifications they're framed and you take them to different places and then as you acquire like technology like a, uh you get like a wii and a 3ds style thing that comes along with you um 
and yeah, uh, it, it, it's I've completely lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so um, after you have broken up with uh, whoever it was that you were with, and you move back in home, um, mm. as Dave said if things are in the wrong place, then you can't then proceed to the next level. And the only one kind of spoilery aspect of the gameplay is you have to hide the picture of you and that person together in a cupboard. Uh, because if you put it on the wall, it won't let you proceed to the next level. You then ha you have to put it in a cupboard for you to then carry on. And I thought that was a, a nice, and it was, yes. it was so nice. It was, it was really well done. I thought because You've got that pin board on the wall, and it, as you're taking things out of the boxes, you get a picture, and you put it on a picture, you put it on. So you you, do, you just do it automatically. You don't really look at what those pictures are. And then when that one picture highlights red, that's when you take a closer look, and you can just see two people in the picture, and you realize, ah, that that's her. That, you realize at that point is... You're unpacking the, the boxes, you're playing the character, but at that point it's the character saying, I don't want these things here. Yeah. And that's a really good way of doing it. And that, that's where I wanted to tie it in with Pathologic because that's it using game mechanics to tell that story, <laughs> but in a fun and interesting way yeah, that didn't make me want to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the developers clearly uh, putting... The player first, rather than their vision first. Yes, yeah, um, and it's it's a shame it doesn't do more stuff like that. I I, I was hoping, oh, okay, that's this is where it's going with it. It's gonna, yeah, you know, give me more more things like this. But it, that's really the only time it, it pulls that that trick. Yeah, that, um, that, that 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 yeah, it is a shame. I mean, and there's yeah. there's probably pr plenty of opportunities that you could have put it like uh, I don't know. You could specifically have. Uh, a, a wedding present in your living room or um, I did find I put a ticket in a frame in one room and it wouldn't let me have it in there I had to have it in a specific room alright okay I can't remember that one um, there, but the I mean the the one oh, we're kind of flitting around all over the place here the one problem <laughs> I did have was I occasionally found it quite difficult to identify what an item was. Yes, yeah, I had that as well. It was just certain uh, certain items, and I don't know if it's because we're not I'm women. not a, a woman. <laughs> yeah. I, was like, I don't know what this is. Let's just put it in a drawer, and then we'll see at the end if she wants it in there or not. Yeah, yeah, it is, it yeah. is, it is from a woman's perspective, so... The amount of uh, ladies... Oh, the amount of bras and knickers I had to move somewhere else because I hadn't put them in the correct oh, place. Bloody my hell. God, those... Oh, oh, were the knickers? I thought they were socks. No, they were knickers like folded Who folds into a knickers square. like that? That woman? She's mental. She's mental, clearly. <laughs> but but um, she'd got eight bras by the end of the game. But uh, but, yeah. uh, but spoiler alert, the game ends and you, you discover that she's gay and she's had... Um, uh, a baby with a, another lady, um, yeah. because for that point I was thinking, oh, she's got eight bras now. Well, she's got a lot of women's clothing. And then yeah. at the end, I thought, oh, that that probably explains why the house is very um, kind of lady lady heavy, shall we say? Um, yes. It's there's not there's no there's not 
any signs of a, a male touch there, I'll be very, very careful what I say here. Um, but, uh, but yeah, there's no, there's no proper man's yeah, weight, sorry, it's just lady weight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, these things like you have to each each pair of knickers and each bra and everything you have to individually take out and put in a um, yeah. in a drawer or, or wherever it is you want to put it. So yeah, and every book, every DVD, every yeah. uh, the the one thing I really really liked was uh, how you start off with books and then mm-hmm. you do get some DVDs and then they change yeah. to Blu-ray yeah. as the game goes on. And, yeah, and, and there's the, you can see on the... If you look at the pixel art on the film, They're about stuff, to, yeah. They're, they're about to yeah, they're all, I know they're all all actual, like, I remembered... I think the first one I spotted was Donnie Darko. Oh, and then Ghost from that World, point on, I noticed. Yes, Ghost World, I noticed. But they're, they're all like very minimalist. Yeah. So you would have to know the poster in order to to tell what they are but yeah ghost world had spotted as well some really nice touches in there the thing i i liked about it certainly story-wise as well was the whole thing is is showing you how how much possessions mean to people Mm -hmm. which sounds like very consumerist but what i mean by that is something as simple as that very start you you have that pig teddy bear and that pig teddy bear is the the main thing that carries you all the way through the game. It's there in every single stage all the way through, and that's she goes to university to learn art, and you can see she started drawing pictures. You put them up on the pin board and stuff, and then she becomes an illustrator by the end of the game. Yeah. And the books are of the pig, so she's she's essentially used that all the way through. But that pig, I found really interesting because as you go through. You, uh, when you first move in with the guy, you'll notice like his stuff's already in there, and you're moving your stuff in with it. That's right. But yeah. if you if you open the drawers and stuff with his items in, they're all really focused layouts. Like this guy has his ties in like a diamond <laughs> formation does, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And you're putting your stuff in there, and you're putting it in so badly. I mean, you're like throwing a stuffed toy on the bed, and you know. The, the, she's essentially moved in with somebody who's a neat freak and you're just plastering your stuff all over the place. <laughs> no, Dave, and I then, wasn't. You're wrong. When um, when she moves into her own house and then when um, her lady friend moves in with her, her stuff is totally different. There's some stuff that merges together, but she's obviously into her gardening and stuff. So you're then having to place all of this gardening so it doesn't fit in with your stuff, but it, it works better. Even though these two people have different tastes, you're not moving your stuff into a sterile environment where this this person has everything neatly laid out. Yeah, her stuff is being thrown in with all of your stuff. Yeah, just a big cluttery mess of of things together. Um, so again, it, it's just nice that it ties that those gameplay mechanics in. To a story, yeah. uh, which is uh, which is my tie into Pathologic. Well, <laughs> the only well, one of the one of the lovely things is as the game goes on, she obviously becomes more and more well travelled. Mm. So the game, so the game starts with uh, like um, I think it's like a, a a London bus and like I think an Eiffel Tower, and then as the yeah. game goes on, like you you get more and more trinkets from different locations mm-hmm. from around the world. To, to indicate the fact that she obviously likes to buy um, little souvenirs of, of yeah. where she's been. So, so yeah. you, you've, there's that little backstory that you know nothing about. It's, and the only thing that alludes to it are these 
little 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 gifts and you're like oh yeah. that's such a lovely touch because it, it it does it builds a story in your head without yeah. really straight up, like straight up going well this is this is how yeah, it is this is what this person likes yeah. this is what this person you everything you learn is just through objects that you're taking out of a box yeah like and a, placing she she's obviously is it anti-hero 2 something that she's really into yes. Uh, that's that's the partner that's into anti-hero too. Yeah, it, it comes out of her box, doesn't it? And then as the game goes on, you you end up having more and more anti-hero two stuff. Yeah. I think there's like a there's a, a poster and a cap and a t-shirt and things. Yeah, and it's like it's 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 lots of little things like that. But the like the pig thing, as you've said, is is a big thing because there's lots of pigs as the game goes on. And then at the very yes. at the very end, you open a box which has got like ten copies of your book in. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's yeah, it's really, it's really, it's. I think lovely, lovely is a nice yeah. way of putting yeah. to it to describe the game. I have seen uh, the the main complaints I've seen about it are pretty much exactly what you've said in uh, in that uh, <laughs> a lot of people seem to have just finished unpacking things in real life, and the thought of doing that in a game <laughs> is uh, like far far too much. But I mean, it's what three hours. Yeah, I Maybe. think it took me about three hours. Yeah, and I, I think I just played it through in two stints and ditto. Yeah, probably probably won't play it again. I, my my issue with it really is the price tag at sixteen pound. I totally understand like the artwork and everything in it is wonderful, mm-hmm. but in terms of gameplay and and what you get out of it, I think sixteen pound is probably pushing far too high yeah. I, I, I would say about the 10 pound mark even then may feel a little a little stretched but if you've got game pass and you you know with a few hours to spare I, I would certainly recommend uh just playing it through because it's it's just so easy to play it's just a very nice journey from from start to finish i think yeah i imagine if you had kids then it'd be quite nice for them to sit with you and mm. then you can go oh where should we put this or what should we do with that or yeah or what well, you know um opening don't the box put the knickers in the wrong drawer yeah, don't You'll put have the to knick- take them all out again <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but yeah they are like it's it's humble i've, I've released it on the the pc um, yes so, so it'll be in a humble bundle no doubt in the next month or two yeah because that's what always happens. But, but like you say, that I mean, for I think it's six or seven houses, rooms. I mean, as as the game goes on, I, I mean, you you start off with one bedroom, and then you get like a bedroom and a bathroom, and then a bedroom, yeah. and a bathroom, and a study, and then by the end of the game, you have got an entire house. Yes, um, to, massive to house. furnish. Um, which is really frustrating when you're in like the bathroom and there's a toaster in the box and you're like, oh yes. bollocks, I've got to go. Yeah, she's terrible at packing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, why? The stuff is everywhere. Why? Why would you? Who on earth? You're packing stuff in the bathroom. Who then goes? Right, I'm just going to go back to the kitchen, yeah. pick up the toaster, <laughs> the in there. bring it back to the bathroom, <laughs> and then pack it in with everything else. Oh, that'll do. Yeah, yeah that'll be fine. If I was their partner, I'd be like. Just sort sort yourself out now. Yeah, Come on. I'll do the packing. Yeah, yeah I'll do You're the useless. packing. Just pick, piss off and draw some pigs. Just, yeah. go, just go and do that. But yeah, and again with the with the technology, like you start off with an easel and, oh, and a pad and yeah. stuff. Uh, and yeah, then by the massive end, PC, 90s PC at one point, <laughs> yeah. and then you get a laptop later on. There's no PC anymore. Yeah, and then you get a, a more advanced laptop, and then you get like a a a 
graphics tablet. The graphics tablet, and yeah, yeah it's all, all these nice little uh, things. Like you learn to play the ukulele at one point, and then you've just yeah. got the ukulele, and then you get a little stand for the ukulele, uh, and it builds on these these little little themes as as the game goes on. Because you, when you live with the the chap. Um, He's clearly a musician. He's got uh, like guitars on the wall, and he's got lots of records and things. So obviously, from your time of living with him, you pick up to learn to play the ukulele. Unfortunately, that means that at the end of the game, the song is played. The outro oh, song is played on a yeah. ukulele, and I wanted to be yeah. sick. Um, yeah, I hated that outro song. <laughs> and me, especially because the game did such a good job of telling this story without really saying a word and then the lyrics to that song were basically almost like somebody just reading word for word what had happened from the start it was embarrassing it was literally like i used the scissors to open the yeah. box and then it i used the just tap. like stop please stop saying the things that have happened you're just undoing everything that you've done for the entire game. I left my boyfriend, found out I was gay. <laughs> then I moved in with her and we had a baby. Yeah, it is. That pig from the start that I put on my bed. I drew a book about it. And now I'm an illustrator. <laughs> oh, my God. Please. Yeah, I, I think I just quit out before the song had finished because I couldn't listen to it anymore. Yeah. But it's, uh, uh, I, I, again, I think it'd be quite a fun game for, for kids because um, mm. you can you can take pictures of the rooms as you do them and you can get like stickers as achievements like uh, one of the ones that from the very start I was like right I, I know that as soon as we get numbers to put on the fridge if I put an actual calculation on the fridge yeah. I would get an achievement for that yeah uh, and, and and just little things like that like if you put the two cuddly toys together on the bed yeah. Um, you get an achievement, uh, not an achievement, a sticker for that. But it was, um, yeah. yeah, it was really nice. Really, really, I didn't, I wasn't, considering the game is literally just putting stuff away, I didn't feel cheated <laughs> at the end of it. Like, I yeah. completely wasted my time. I actually felt, that was that was quite nice. It was, you don't really have to use your, your brain too much. You don't have to d- know 101 mechanics in and out you don't have to mm. walk around talking to people who tell you bugger all to put things together it was just a really really nice game right i guess we'll do 11th hour oh do you want the jingle do you want <laughs> yeah, i've done a jingle Even though it's not the eleventh hour, <laughs> I think that might be my uh, favourite jingle. <laughs> I was bored, so yeah, I was really yeah. impressed with the start. I was like, oh, I've got, I kind of captured the feeling of the yeah, game quite nicely. I like the throat singing style thing yeah, going on. So uh, never mind. But there we yeah. are. 
So eleventh hour, good. Dave. Um, no, Stu. No. Okay, that's eleventh hour done. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, if unpacking was longer, I would have I would have continued to play it. Um, yeah. That the the sorry, going back to unpacking, I was a I was a little bit disappointed because at the very start of the game, when you with this. Uh, there's three books on a book on like a a, a tabletop, and you click mm. click the book and then start the game. Well, I yeah. assumed they were three different stories. Yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah, if, I don't understand. I didn't realize why? it was three different save save yeah. points, save states, save profiles, save 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 yes. save. save <laughs> yes, you've saved it. Save, you've saved it. Save it's Ray, fine. Uh, Tesco, uh, Morrison's, uh, Waitrose. Um, but yeah, it's just the one, just, just the, the one. one story that you play through. Some so field. yeah, I, you, it feels like I think because the art would have taken so long to sort out, and the sound as well, because they've like got specific sounds for every object. Oh yeah, yeah, we didn't we didn't say that, did we? Like when you pick yeah. up the ukulele, it makes like a little click noise, and yeah, yeah, everything has the sound of you picking it up and putting it down, and things like that. And the the music was great. I really enjoyed it. Like mm. uh, it was uh, apart from the end. Apart from the end, but like some some of it was like um, uh, Beck's Beck's album. Uh, oh God, I can't remember the name of it now. Not Sea Change. The best of Beck. The best of Beck. It, it was what it was one of his more lo-fi albums. Not Mutation. Yeah. One of See, the later ones. Was was it was it not Sea Change? Sea Change is one of them. It's the one that came a uh, bit later, um, uh, okay. where it's got some slightly more upbeat things on it but there were there were some songs i was like oh, I'm, I'm i didn't find it frustrating that the song yeah. kind of pretty much looped i, I yeah, really yeah, enjoyed yeah. that yeah anyway sorry yeah carry on dave no that's all right uh yeah unpacking i would recommend path pathologic just go and watch that two hour video and never play it this is my recommendation uh it's a depressing end to a depressing story and a depressing podcast uh, next week we have next week next month or maybe in three months time who knows uh, <laughs> we have uh, John Bone coming to join us he gave us three games uh, we decided to make our tiny discord choose what the game was going to be but the three games were Castlevania Chronicles In Cold Blood and Abe's Odyssey all on the PS1 uh, we decided to whittle it down to two, so we got rid of In Cold Blood because, uh, not that it's similar to Pathologic, but it was another adventure style. Is it based game. on the Truman Capote thing? I don't know. I don't really know anything about the game, to be honest. No, okay. I saw Castlevania and Abe's Odyssey and it immediately honed in on those two. You wanted Castlevania and I wanted Abe's Odyssey because I just played through four Castlevania games for a video and I don't really want to play another one. Um, but in the end, Abe's Odyssey won the vote, so that's what we're going to be playing for next month. And it's an actual game, so that's good. Yeah, one I'd never played, but I watched a friend play as a child, so I'm quite looking forward to playing it myself. So I've, I've managed to get hold of a, an original PlayStation, and hopefully the game as well. So yeah, nice. Original, um, original hardware, which Chinny Vision will approve of. When it bloody Real. suits him. When it bloody suits him, he uses bloody original hardware. <laughs> Cheating uh, bastard. I'm only joking. I, I, I'm a big, big fan of that channel. Um, Abe's Odyssey then. Uh, do you know much about it? Other than it's very hard. It's uh, it's like a big frog Aquaman with like 
things that are like sewn together, his face and stuff, and they're mm-hmm. all like slaves. Uh, and he's uh, and he goes oh, and he walks like this, even though you can't, you can't see how I'm miming. And it's like a, yeah. a puzzly kind of thing. For some reason, it reminded me of like flashback. Yes, I would say that those games are probably the closest uh, cousins of Flashback and Another World and and whatnot. It's very much a game that it's practically impossible to just play through from start to finish on skill alone. There's a lot of times you will die to to learn how to get past certain sections. Again, Dave, we've just spent... God knows how long playing a game that makes yes, us die the, to learn things. The point, the point here is that uh, there's it's checkpoints. It's a cute green thing. <laughs> no, there's, there's checkpoints. So when you die, you don't have to start the entire thing all over again <laughs> and talk to people while walking around endlessly. No, it's it's. Uh, I, I, I don't remember getting very far in it, but uh, yeah, it, it'll be an interesting one to go back to and, and try and get as far as possible in 10 hours. Yeah. I'm, genu- I'm genuinely excited about this one. It's, it's one that yeah. I'm um, specifically putting time aside to play um, yeah. because I, I think you know it's, it's going to be a busy month. But I, I, I want to try and get, get mm. through as much of this as I can because I, I remember yeah. really enjoying what I saw, and I, I really like Another World and Flashback and the, those kind of things. Mm. And um, even going back to like um, like Mission Impossible on the yeah. Uh, impossible mission. Hang on, which way around? That's the one. Impossible, impossible mission. Impossible mission. Impossible mission. Yeah, impis- impossible. <laughs> those kind of games. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to this. Good. Uh, if you want to follow us on the internet, go to Twitter and Instagram and stuff. We're probably on there. Um, we've also got a Discord. I think I've got a link to that on Twitter, or you can just send me a message. I don't know. You'll find it. Um, I think that is it. I think we've wrapped things up. God, the next beautifully, episode, Dave. It was it was good though, wasn't it? I didn't write it down. I can't be bothered really thinking about it anymore. Uh, the next episode, hopefully, will be out at the start of January, unless we Die. don't get it done. Then <laughs> it's, it's all I'm going to say. And, I, and just to say to you, lovely listeners, as we've explained, by joining the Discord. You too can play a part in the podcast. Yeah, if you've listened this far, you might as well come in and not speak to us in the Discord. <laughs> you might as well just join the Discord and just let certain people just do their thing. Yeah, exactly. Dave, Dave and I should have more involvement, or me, because yeah. Dave's got his own Discord because he's a famous YouTubist. Uh, yeah, I have released at least one video. <laughs> Right, everyone, see you next time. Bye. Bye.